You've done it over and over again. You start a new fitness routine, eat clean for a while, track every calorie going in and out of your body. And it goes great for a while. But then you take the day off. The kids get sick or you just lose the motivation to keep going. So you quit, beat yourself up, and go back to old habits. Today, we'll talk about why that keeps happening and why developing your mindset is what you need to do first before you start building muscles. We'll also have a few tips on how exactly you can do that. But first, this is the Fit Mess where together we learn to develop habits that help us live beyond our mental health struggles to create happier, healthier lives. He's Zach. He lives in the future with his anxiety. He's Jeremy, and he lives in the past with his depression. And we get together once a week in the present to share the obstacles we face and how we overcome them. So Jeremy, it'll come as no surprise that I'm a creature of habit and I like my routine and I like things a certain way. And when I get out of that routine, I get a little cranky, but you know, usually okay. So I actually went on a trip recently where like I couldn't go to the gym very often. I couldn't, mm -hmm. like I was totally out of my routine and um, I made it through without beating myself up. I made it through and went back to my routine I made it through and I was still happy with myself and I don't know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I, I was going to ask you for advice. Maybe you have none because here's where I'm at. I was going gangbusters for the last few months. My entire routine was built around the idea that my kids have to be at the bus stop at 7:20 in the morning. The bus stop is the same location as the gym. So my whole day started with as long as they get to the bus on time, everything else is cake because I'm already at the gym. I just have to walk in, execute, come back, vitamins, shower, work, boom, off to the races. Everything's great. Summer break hits. And, you know, you, you skip a day because everybody's going to sleep in because it's the first day of summer vacation. And the next day comes and. Well, I don't, I don't want to, you know, get up and just go to the gym and not tell anybody they're going to worry. They're going to, you know, it's, they're going to be nervous that I, that I'm, I'm not there for some reason. So I'm, I'm telling myself that, all the stories, all the reasons that I, that is that I shouldn't so, I'm sorry, but that's just so not true. You disappear in the morning. Your whole family is going to be like, oh, great. Dad's not here. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. I, I guess I'll find out tomorrow when I test this theory. So I haven't beaten myself up, but what I've done is instead gone, okay, if you're, if you're not going to get up and go to the gym, you're going to move more. So I, I up to the steps that I have to get in on non-gym days, trying to still eat well, trying to get all the water, do all the other things. But I can tell mentally, I feel it. Like physically, I feel like crap, you know, not terribly out of the ordinary anyways, but mentally, this is one of those situations where the supplement you're taking, when you stop taking it, you notice it. This is mm -hmm. that for me. My brain is a mess. I wake up and my mind is just out of control immediately with all the thoughts I need to deal with, problems I need to manage, work stuff, family stuff, chaos in my mind all day. And then dealing with just day-to-day -day stuff. And then I go to bed at night, lay down, mm -hmm. the, my mind just takes over. And I, I can equate it to no gym, no, no energy moved, brain wins the day. But here's the thing. I actually do have some tips for you because oh, I, did get I, I actually do know what I did. Okay, good, good. Because yeah, I could use all I the just... help I can get right now. Because I mean, I listen, we talk about this a ton, the, this idea of you just have to do it, right? There's no secret formula. There's no magic tips or tricks. You just got to make yourself get out the door. Mm -hmm. But it's so hard to stop telling yourself all the old stories, all the reasons that you can't do the thing you need to do. But I know better. Do you really? I do. I do. But it's, it's that thing where, you know, 
my why is enough when there's external motivation, but my mm-hmm. why is not enough when it's all up to me. Well, I think I've got a really simple solution for you, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Get off your ass and do yeah, it. Sh- shut the hell up and go to the gym, dummy. No, seriously. Yours is a little bit more extended. And right, there's three types of like things that get in the way, right? There's the like the immediate thing, like, oh, a kid is sick, mm-hmm. right? Right. That's one day. Yeah. You can get back on the wagon really quickly after something like that. There was my case where it was like two weeks traveling, right? Yep. I can plan for that and I can be okay. And and I did plan for it to some extent. I didn't fulfill everything I wanted to do while I was away. But that's where my self-compassion comes in and goes, you know what? Like this is this is okay. I can fail for a little bit. This is a good reminder of why I do those things in the first place, because I'm going to feel the mental anguish later on. Mm -hmm. And then there's the third one that you're in, which is like, those kids are home for months. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So you really got to figure like, this is, this is an opportunity for you to go, okay, that was my routine. This is going to be my new routine for the summer and figure out what that is, right? You can make the two week stay that I did, like that was a micro adjustment. I knew I was going right back to my old routine. You've got so much time in between getting back to that 720, hitting the gym, doing the thing, showering, swallowing your supplements and getting to work. You got to figure out a new routine. And that's the unfortunate part, right? That's actually the easy fix is going into it and going, okay, I'm going to get up at this time. I'm going to go do this. Pretend you're taking your kids to school, man. Mm -hmm. Be like, I need to be at the bus stop at 720 still. Yeah. Think of how quiet that walk to the bus stop is going to be. <laughs> there is that. Right? Uh, That'll be peaceful. Here's the thing. Every day, I 100% agree with you. Right now, I 100% agree with you. It is on my calendar. The alarm is set. It goes off. I go back to sleep. <laughs> the, you know, three in the afternoon me versus 6 a.m. me, they do not get along right now. They are not well, seeing eye to eye. Sounds like you need an accountability partner. What time does your alarm go off? Uh, I, I would like it to go off at six and, and have what, me actually no. take action and get out of bed. Okay. So that's nine o'clock for me. So I'll yeah. start texting you at 855. All right. Deal. Because yeah. that's, that's, I know this about myself. I've, we have talked about this enough. I have been in this fight long enough to know that I will let myself off the hook at every turn. But yep. if somebody actually- else pushes me, if somebody else needs something from me, I am there five minutes early, ready to go. Yep. I actually have, I have a system that I use for text messages to alert me when things are going wrong at work. I'm actually going to, I'm going to go into that and I'm just going to blow up your phone. All right, do it because that's what it's going to take. In all of these cases, whether you have one day off the wagon, you've got a short break or, you know, a longer duration break that you need to figure something out for that self-compassion piece is really, really, really important to know that like, you know what, this is temporary. This is not me. Yes, I'm slacking. Yes, I'm paying for it. But let me get the good out of this. Let me remember what this feels Mm -hmm. like. So I know why I need to get out of bed in the morning. I know why I need to move my body. Every time I'm in that situation and I start to feel like shit, I really try and take it all in and just Mm -hmm. remember it. Because that'll keep me going for like six more months of like, I don't want to get up this morning. Mm -hmm. But I also don't want to feel like that. That's very much where I am right now. Like yesterday was one of those rock bottom lows for me where I was like, okay, this, that's enough. Like I I can't keep living like this. So I'm grateful for you to, to take over the, the helm of being my bus stop and making me get out of bed and actually get my act back together because 
feeling like this sucks. And, and I need this reminder every now and then that this is the reason I put myself through that grueling routine all the time so that I don't have to feel like this the rest of the time. We all lose motivation and we all feel like shit occasionally. And that's okay. That's being human, but get off your ass tomorrow. All right. Well, stepping in as my, uh, at least getting out of bed coach is Zach, but that's just one example of how a coach can be really helpful in these situations. So for this episode, we've partnered with Greg Lefevre. He's the owner of Empowered Women's Fitness in Orange County, California. They're a premier outdoor fitness and fat loss facility. And we started the conversation by talking about how fitness routines are easy to start, but also easy to quit. So what's a cheat code to staying on track? If you have an opportunity, get with a coach. Let a coach help you and support you. Part of the people are lost because they don't know what to do and they go to social media. There's a good place to get really lost. Everybody's the expert when they're really not. They just heard something from somebody else. Hey, that's a cool post. I'll be like that guy or that girl. So really find a good coach that you bond with. But aside from that, don't change everything in one day. Mm -hmm. They think, okay, I've got to change my diet. I got to start exercising an hour and a half a day. I got to do all of these things. Massive overwhelm recipe for disaster. 99% 99% of the times. I'd be like one person ever change a whole bunch of things at once. So the best advice I give you is choose one thing, one thing in a day and start it. So if that one thing could be your water intake could be down. I mean, it's the simple stuff. Carry a water bottle with you. Start carrying that with you. Get the water intake up. Start today. Do it a couple of days in a row. Then take the next baby step. Okay, I've not been eating enough vegetables. Find one you like. Again, don't make it rocket science. Find the one you like. Start adding that once or twice a day. Now you've got that going for you. So the little tiny victories and the little tiny wins start adding up. Uh, and what some of my business coaches say are, you know, 1% better every day. If you're 1% better every day, end of the year, you're 365% better. That's an amazing place to be. And, you know, we fall off the wagon and everything all the time. So a day forward, a day back, a day forward, and then get the head straight on that. You're going to have backwards days. Know it. I don't say expected expectations is another word for disaster, but no, they're coming and just know how to deal with them and shrug them off and then fix where you messed up. And then another small step the next day. So small step, small step, small step. Keep them small. You didn't get where you were today all in one day. You're not going to fix it all in one day either. So that's why personally with my clients, like, let's pick one thing and let's go there. And then accountability Find somebody. You asked me for one thing. I just answered like six of them. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Off no and Here we go. No worries. Uh, there's so much, right? There's so much. And, and that's the and, trick is that it's never one thing. It's all of the things a little yeah. bit at a time. And, and that's the key. You, got, you nailed it right there. It's a little bit at a time. So choose the one that you like. Choose the one that you feel you can do to get yourself out of the gate because you want the victory. You want the daily victory. I have ladies that show up at 5.30 in the morning. It's still dark, but their first victory is I showed up. My whole system is about 30 minutes. It's about the convenience of training and whatever it is because they don't have time. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit, but it's it's the convenience. But they show up. And I can only that complains every single day, five days in a row. Every day, every week, every month. Now we're in day every year. She still complains. You know what? She still shows up, which is the amazing part. I tell her, I said, I brag on you all the time. She's like, I don't like this exercise, but she does it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm so tired. I've been up for like seven minutes and then we're online. I've been up bumpers. I've been up for seven minutes. I'm like, but you're still here. Yeah. You hit the go button. You know, that's a victory. Whatever the rest of your day is, that's a victory. Celebrate it. Go with it. You know, be proud of yourself for that. Yeah. When you said 530, I kind of waved my hand a little bit <laughs> only because Saw that. I'm at the gym every day at 5.15, so I'm 15 <laughs> minutes early. So those 5.30 people, are they, they're way yeah. late. 
Yeah, they are. And I actually have to drive to the gym. So I'm up at four thirty. And it's a whole thing. Jeremy thinks I'm crazy. This, uh, this interview has not been enough about Zach is the problem. So he's trying to make it more oh, about himself. I, so. I, I do. But no, no, I do. I do have a I do have a question. I kind of want to drill in on to one of the things you said. Totally agree. Pick one thing. Keep it small, something manageable. I know for me, like when I'm looking at that thing, like I'm going, OK, great. I'm going to pick the one thing, one small thing. This is great. Okay, my options are about 1.5 million things yes. to pick. Yes. And I could do 100,000 of them. And these ones I like and those ones I like. How do you pick just one to start with? Because I'm that guy who goes, I'm going to do 35 things all at once. How do you temper that? How do you go through the process of figuring out which one is the right one to start with? Great question. That, that's exactly the point. There's a million things. I, you, Jeremy said the same. Oh, not to take the spotlight from you, but you guys are both saying the same. We're <laughs> having some fun here. No, not, you guys are both saying the same thing, which I totally agree with. There's a million things to do. I always like to, like, one of the most important things people don't do enough is just simply water. What are we drinking? Coffee all day, drinking sodas all day if you're down that ugly road. But what's your water intake? Your body's 70% water. If you want to start with one thing to get your health back on track, start with the water. Get yourself, you know, 60, 70, 80 ounces of water. They say one ounce per body weight. So it depends if you can drink that much water or not. Don't overdo it. Don't make yourself sick. But, you know, it, drink more than you did yesterday. I got a 40 ounce water bottle because, okay, I've been doing this a long time. Guess who's deficient in water? Me. So I went and got the really cool water machine. So it's got the nine five on it. But now I just carry a, the 40 ounce bottle. My goal is to drink three of those a day. If I miss three, at least make sure I made two. Still a victory? Absolutely. Because before I was barely one. Mm -hmm. So yeah, two's better. Three's even better. So start with the water. And then you got to step back. This is where your coach going to kind of help you too. It's like, okay, some people say, oh, I eat really great. Mm, okay, I hear that a lot. And then you go look at what they're really eating. It's like, write it down for me. Let's take a peek. But if somebody in the professional realm can kind of look at your whole scope and say, this is where you are. Because like you said, every single person is different. You may have a health issue. You may have a disease you're fighting. You may be pre-disease. You may be weight loss. You may be weight gain. I have a client that's weight gain. She's like, I don't, I don't think I eat enough. I got digestive stuff. And she was training more. And she's like, yeah, I'm doing more cardio. I'm like, stop. Stop with that immediately. Get the weight training in. So for her, she needs to be lifting weights. She's a very, very tiny lady, but she needs to weight train to strengthen because she's got, you know, my ankles are kind of weak. My bones are weak. So she, in her instance, needs to be strength training. You got to have muscle on this body to, to carry you through all the other activities. So that's her thing. I already know she eats well. I've seen her diet. So that's not her issue. So we need to find out really it's, that's again, go back to the coach and say, just even if it's a consult that your people can, your group audience, you're welcome to consult with me. I'll offer a free consult for anybody in the show. Just tell them that, uh, that, that they were watching your show and I'll have them out. But you get that consult to say, where are you and what's going to, what's your top three? So usually it's water. Usually it's protein for the women. We'll stick with the women's subject. It's protein. Women are almost always deficient in protein. I hear, oh, I had chicken today. On, in, what? Oh, I had some on my salad. Okay. And what else? Oh, well, that was it. Then I had a little of this and a little of that, and you know, a few sprigs of lettuce and some broccoli. Like, that's not going to cut it either. I always tell them, you like your fingernails to be strong? Oh, yeah, yeah. You like your hair when it's all shiny and long and your lashes? Oh, it's all great. I'm like, that's all protein. Like, oh, really? Yeah, every cell of your body is protein. So you need to feed that. So let's get it in there. I had a lady, quick, quick example. I had a lady, she was stuck. She's like, I need to drop five more pounds. She was stuck on the number. So, okay, we, we all know that it's not always the number. 
Um, cause on the height weight chart, I'm like six, one on the height weight chart. I'm really five, eight. So <laughs> yeah. according to the chart, I'm just not tall enough. Um, <laughs> like I'm weighing in strong though, but okay. But yeah, I'm weighing in perfect. But for her, she wanted to hit the number. I said, fine, let me see your diet. I looked at her diet and she was a little deficient in the proteins. I said, add, I said, add just a serving. Don't overdo it. Just add a serving here and here, just two specific spots. She goes back week and a half later, week and a half. She's like, you're not going to believe this. I'm like, I probably am. Uh, she's like, I dropped the weight. I said, what did you change? She said, I followed what you said. I just added the protein in and I kept eating everything else. That helps control her blood sugar a little bit. Added the protein her body needed because she's doing some form of training every night, not hard training. When I say training, I mean, she's doing a Pilates class. She's doing some yoga. She's doing some fitness with me. It's like one here, one here, one here. But she's so, she's so active that she wasn't, she wasn't repairing and restoring her body. Soon as she did that, her body was able to recover and operate better. So now she obviously more muscle burns, more fat. She just proved it. She's like, I just dropped the weight. I'm like, awesome. Next time I saw her, I'm like, dang, you can see it even. She's like, she's, she's tighter. So that, so I would say water and protein, the first top two things, make sure you're getting enough of those. One of the things that gets so much attention, and, and you touched on it here, is the the physical activity. Everyone feels like I've got to hit the gym for an hour a day, and I've got to run six miles after that. And if I don't do that, then I'm never going to drop these 5, 10, 20 pounds, whatever it is. And of course, it's specific to everybody. Everyone's goals are different. Their body types, their, all the stuff that's going on inside is very different. But mm -hmm. does it need to be an hour at the gym? Can it just be more walking? What What do people need to do physically to get uh, to get their bodies where they're hoping to get them to go? I, and I guess we'd probably be mostly focusing on weight loss since that seems to be sort of the dominant uh, concern for most people in our culture. Sure, great question. Yeah, the, the old stigma of that many hours in the gym. And well, that's what throws this women group particularly off. It's like, well, I don't have time. I, if I had a dollar for I don't have time, we'd be talking and I'd be on the beach in Maui. Um, hmm. interview because it's always, I don't have time. I don't have time. So that's my book. Making time for you is all about that. We train here 30 minutes. I do train men because I'm at my house, but it's primarily women. 30 minutes. You come in, you come flying in the door, quick warm up. I've got a strength, full body calorie burning program that if you're working it for the 30, you're done. Um, I've had a couple pro roller hockey guys come in 30 minutes. You're like a roller, like pro guys, I'm like, yeah, 30 minutes, you train them right, they're done. Now, they can still go do stuff the rest of the day. It's not wreck your day, but for that 30 minutes, you are ramping the whole thing up. So, like these ladies, they come in and these ladies are like, they, they are getting after it. They know what they're going to do. They come here for a reason. Nobody comes here for easy day. I always go, it's easy day. They always look at me like, there's no easy day. I'm like, that's <laughs> right. It's like to hear. But the 30 minute mark, is enough to burn the calories, set your metabolism again, set your mind space right. So all of those things are firing for you, but that gets it done because you get the heart rate up, the muscles working. Again, we work on a lot of full body stuff or multi-joint movements. So again, it's not, we don't stand there and do curls very often or single muscle things. You know, you're, if you're doing a, a row, usually it's a squat for a row together kind of thing. And anybody at any level can do this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not, oh, I'm not an athlete. I can't do that. You don't need to be. I've trained women that are older, with a group of just like varying ages in a group. And we're all doing this thing together, but it's based on your level of where you're at. So yeah, 30 minutes seems to be the mark. It's, you can find 30 minutes in your day. You can get it done in 30 minutes. Uh, personally, I'm training around the 12 to 15 minute mark a couple of times. I, I split it up because mm. again, you know, the business and you're doing other things, but okay, I got a break. So like after this, I'm going to go train. I'll go hit train for, or yeah, heavy hit train for like 15 15 minutes, 
done. Wow. Uh, and again, too much. You get to a point in life too where you go too much, you're going to hurt just because you train too much, and that's not the point. Mm-hmm. I would say you come here to train better, to live better when you're out there. That's yeah. the point. Train hard here, live better out there. I say, if you want me to, if you want me to train you to be sore, I can. I've done that whole, I've done that a few times in my day. You guys know how to do it, but most people are like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. So we train to not be sore, but to be effective. So 30 minutes, higher intensity, definitely strength training, and you're done. You're done for the day. You're going to burn, the, you know, excess post oxygen consumption. It's a fancy thing. So, but you're going to basically for your listeners, you're going to burn calories longer. You say, yeah, but I just, I just did the treadmill for an hour. Yeah, but you're going to stop burning calories within minutes of that. And you're burning sugar calories there. That's just a steady, slow, steady sugar burn unless you're up, down, up, down, up, down. Whereas here, you're going to rest. You got to go up, get down. You're, you're, now you're fat burning. You bring the furnace into play, and then you burn a lot longer. So 30 minutes seems to be the magical mark, uh, not just not just physically, but mentally as well. They're like, oh, I got 30 minutes. That's why those ladies come here at 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m. They're like, I'm in, I'm out. I go take care of my kids, everybody else, take care of the husband. I'm off the work, whatever it is. 30, you're in. Get after it and then get out. All right, let's bring the spotlight back to me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. No, I, I, I do I do love that. Like I, I personally love the go in, you do what the coach tells you to do, and you get out. Like you, there's no thinking involved. It's just there. But how much of this and how much of your work is not the physical workout and the controlling of what people are eating, but really helping them with their mindset? You go into something like this looking for a change because your mindset's off. Mm-hmm. How important is mindset and how do you help people navigate the change in their mindset in order to complete something like this? Because it is life altering to make these changes, right? It, it absolutely is. And most people do the whole yo-yo thing because their mindset's not right. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, you said it earlier, you know, people going back and forth, back and forth and just stumbling, falling, whatever, because something back there has set you up to fail again now. Okay. Well, I've never been able to do it. Oh, I've never lost this much weight. Oh, I've never weighed that. Or I used to weigh that in high school. That was 40 years ago. So when they come in, when they come in and have a, a just a general open discussion with with me when we start, that's when I'm kind of listening to what they're saying. I'm listening for those key things that you were just talking about. I say, well, I used to this and I've never been that. So we start eliminating. I said, let's start taking all of those negative words out of your vocabulary. When you feel your mind start to say, I never, stop it. Acknowledge it. It's like, whoops, I said it again. But take it out. Switch your verbiage to maybe I haven't in the past, but today I'm moving towards that. So today I'm moving towards that new size. Today I'm moving towards eating better. Today I'm doing these things. Yesterday doesn't matter, it's gone. So a lot of it's getting that mindset to today, eliminating the old ones that got you there. Some people need a deeper conversation to say, what got you here? Mm-hmm. It's almost always something in your childhood with your parents. That's just how life is. I've had a lot of these kinds of discussions. I have a nonprofit I teach kids to, high school age kids. And a lot of it's like that stuff right now with them. Yeah. It's like, hey, kid, let's reframe that mindset of yours. You can do that. You can be what you choose to be. So with these ladies, it's like not what your husband says. It's not what the social media says. Where are you today? What's realistic for you? How do you want to feel? Let's make you feel strong about yourself. Um, I like to use the words I am. You'll notice the spelling of the, the empowered fitness starts with the I. Starts with the I on purpose. It's intentional. So empowered is I am powered. It's like the saying I am. I am is a state of being. I am what? I am here. I am, you know, causing a victory for myself today. I am empowered. I am courageous. Some of these ladies are, I am a cancer fighter. I am a, I am a survivor. Like, you know what? You take those and get strong with them. You are this. What are you today? So you get that in your mindset. And when you start feeling that backpedal, stop, 
go, okay, wait, wait, no, that's old. If we can acknowledge where I came from, recognize it, and then move on to today. So to your question, how much of it's mindset? Man, huge percentage. Huge percentage is that just because they got to keep showing up. Some of them are like, well, I'll start and stop again. Well, okay, why? What's caused you to stop? I'll have that discussion with them right from the get-go. So I can get in it with them and say, okay, that's, again, that's the past. Let's erase that. What are, you, what are your new habits going to be? So the mindset is huge. It's, it's way in the high percentages. I had a lady that just started and she was kind of like that. And I said, okay. I said, I'm, I hear you. I acknowledge what you're saying. Now let's start reframing. And she started, okay. She started talking a little bit of different. And then when they leave, I make sure that their mindset is straight when they leave. Look at what you just did today. Again, the small victory, erase the past negativities, celebrate that little victory before you leave. That reminds me, it's a, there's a quote from Alex Hormozzi that I'm going to butcher, but it's something to the effect of you don't get confident by shouting affirmations in the mirror. You do it by building a, an undeniable stack of evidence that you can do hard things. It's something to that effect. But th I mean, that's where it comes from. You know, you can tell yourself all the flowery things all day long, but until you can show yourself the proof that you're worth it, it's really hard to adopt that mindset. And from mindset, let's shift while we're in the head. Let's talk about mental health. I know for Zach and for myself, we like the way that it makes our body feel. We like the way that it makes our body look to go to the gym and, and all of that. But the way that it impacts our mental health, it is really for, I think, both of us, the foundation of managing, you know, depression, anxiety, all kinds of mental health issues. Do you experience the same thing with your clients? Is it the, the uh, is that a similar story for, from what you have experienced? Absolutely. Uh, the conversation yesterday with the lady, she's, coach, I need to start coming back more. I just don't feel as good when I'm not here. I don't feel good physically. My, and her mind starts, she's the lady that will go start spinning backwards in her mindset. I said, remember where we were. Remember where we've been now, where we've gone together. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember where I was now. And so part of that is, is yeah, but she starts to feel bad. And then it starts to drop down that hole where she was bedridden at one point. Like, why are you bedridden? Oh, my back. And it wasn't her back. Her back may have been sore, but it wasn't her back. It was her headspace where she felt like that as she, yeah, she started kind of going backwards and down. Uh, same, same for me. If I don't train, I don't, again, I don't have to train hard. I'm, I'm 55 years old. I don't train like I'm 20 anymore. It'll kill me. But <laughs> just training outside, my son's 13. However, I had to keep up with him this week. We had to push some heavy weights. I'm like, my wife just shakes her head. She's like, you're going to pay for that. I'm like, I know, I know, but I still have to. But you know what? When I was done, I'm like, oh man, if I had to, I still got it. And that made me awesome. feel good that, Okay. Yeah. I still got it. And my son, we were kind of betting, just, we were having some guy fun betting. And he's like, and he, he refused to bet with me. And his final comment was, I, I did way more than, I won't tell you what we did, but way more than we talked about. He said, that's why I don't bet with you. <laughs> Here we go. We're bet against you. I'm like, but there we go. It's, but my mindset was, oh yeah, I'm going to pull this off. I know I've done it. I know I've been there. I can do this. I can do it without hurting myself. I'm going to feel good when then I did it. And I'm like, oh man, it just felt so good. I'm like, yeah, it was great. Nice. So yeah, the, just, just the mindset of, and it was me and him together. So there's a lot of good things that happen right there. Um, yeah. People that come together, ladies bring their daughters when they're back from colleges or even late in high school, they're training together. It's a bonding time too. So again, there's mental, emotional that goes with that. So there's all the, again, there's all the different things that can be mental, emotional, that tie together on that. So mental health, absolutely exercise. Oxygen, the basic science of it, oxygen, blood flow to my book too, is the part of the mental fight is it is just get up and walk around, get up and move, get up and be social. So I said, we're creating a community here. It's not my community. It's the community of ladies. I got six of them that'll come together. They come, if you're not here, they're like, Hey, we're so-and-so today. They could be, then they're on a group text too, which is great and not great at the same time. Cause I'm like, ding, ding. Now they're having a conference. These ladies go train. And then later in the afternoon, they go play pickleball. Now, so now, but 
they didn't all know each other when they got here. Mm-hmm. But I was like, hey, yeah, let's go play together. So it's the community. It's the goodness. It's the, as you said, the mental thing. They're not necessarily like, like close friends, but they're doing things and being social. The social element is, is important. And that's, and that's uplifting for the mental health, 100%. Yeah, totally agree. Um, you know, the gym that I go to, it's it's not just because of the physical work. I mean, yes, I, I'm sore a lot of the times because of the physical work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the community is great. You know, the friends that I have there are great. The outpouring of support of that gym is fantastic. And, you know, like I was just texting with somebody from the gym, mm-hmm. you know, six hours after we worked out. Nice. And, you know, so it's I totally get you like, I feel better when I work out. Mm-hmm. But that community is like even more like it, it just gives you that 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 upper limit of of the mental health foundation. We're running short on time, though. So you've mentioned your book a couple of times. So I'd love for you to tell everyone about that and the a program that you've got going on as well. Yes, thank you very much. The book is called Making Time for You. It's the 30 minute solutions to good habits and being healthy. It's on Amazon. So you can look up Greg Lefevre by name. It'll pop right up or Making Time for You. It'll pop up. Like you said, we hit number one bestseller. That wasn't because of me. It was because of my client. My, it was because of my community. Again, the community thing was amazing support. They're like, oh, we get ready to get it. They were excited, which is, which to me, that was the overwhelming part. Not that I got a book. It was the community. The second piece is our fat loss program, uh, which you can sh- uh, hit me up on the website, which is empoweredfitness.com. It's, it's part of the fat method, which is a little bit of a fasting element, but an easy fasting element guaranteed to change your whole lifestyle. It's something you can implement forever in a day. There's education to it. It's an eight-week program, super simple. Again, I don't like the rocket science. I like keeping things simple for people, simple to understand, simple to implement, simple to work. Um, I'm doing it with my clients too. Like you said, you know, they got to lead from the front. So I did, I'm four pounds down in three days. So, you know, a few small changes. I just made the few small changes. Am I training more? No, not at all. Am I doing all these? Well, you live in a gym. No, I don't. I don't. That's a misnomer. We don't want to see it half the time. But again, following the program and that program has a Facebook community with it. So when you're in our private Facebook community, you're there with the like-minded people supporting each other. So just to your point right there, it's all about that. It's the community. It's the support. I'll show you how to do it, but it's the community of support that gets you there. So if they're interested, they can reach out to uh, shoot me an email as well. Our thanks to Greg Lefevre, owner of Empowered Women's Fitness. You can find links to him and his work in the show notes for this episode at thefitmess.com. And one of the things that he mentioned was, you know, surrounding yourself with a supportive community. And I, I, I cannot say if, if anyone is ever in the Albany, New York area, you can come to the gym I go to because that's probably 90% of the reason why I go to that gym is because of the community there. The coaches walk around and say, good job and offer you tips and this and that, but most of the time, if there are people who have finished a workout and I'm still working on it, other members of the gym are like, you know, rooting you on and like you clap for other people. It's just, it's such a fantastic community for me. And there's friends there. That's important to really find. If you can find that, if you, I mean, trust me, it takes time to find, but like finding those people can really help you along in your journey there. Plus, I'm pretty sure Zach will text you at six o'clock in the morning too. So just ask, just, just reach out and let him know. Uh, one of the other keys there that Greg talked about is consistency. And this is a lesson that I struggle to own. And it's that consistency doesn't necessarily mean every single day. If you get in most days compared to maybe where you started, where you did no days, that is consistency. And if you can build it into your schedule, you can build upon it. So if zero days a week becomes two or three days a week, that can easily become four or five or six or seven days a week. 
But the key is to just start and to start trying to build it into a schedule that is easy to repeat so you don't fall into the trap that I've fallen into where you're looking at the calendar every day wondering how you're actually going to get out of bed on time. And also when you do get out of bed tomorrow, celebrate that milestone, every little milestone. It's really important to recognize the wins. I was talking to a friend earlier today and he was using the analogy of like getting, you know, a kid getting a report card and it's got like six A's on it and a B and everyone focuses on the B and why wasn't that an A? What about the other A's? Mm -hmm. Like celebrate the wins, like really focus on those, know that you can turn that B into an A. All right. So a lot of great takeaways there. And there are also a ton of myths about the best physical fitness routines and strategies. So for this week's bonus clip, we asked Greg which fitness myth he would like to see die in a fire. Here's a hint. It's all about cardio. So you can find his take on that by subscribing to our newsletter. The link to that is on our website, thefitmess.com. And that's where you'll find another new episode from us in just a few days. Thanks for listening. See everyone. We know this podcast is amazing and doesn't seem to lack anything, but we need a legal disclaimer. Prior to implementing anything discussed in this podcast, it is your responsibility to conduct your own research and consult your physician. You should assume that Jeremy and Zach don't know what they're talking about, and they're not liable for any physical or emotional issues that occur directly or indirectly from listening to this podcast.